This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hi, it's Claire Kimball here, the founder of The Squiz. This week marks six years of putting out The Squiz Today podcast, and I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening. If you love what we do, and we hope you do, please tell your friends about us. It's all the birthday present we could ever need. Good morning, I'm Alex Ty. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 5th of May. In your Squiz Today, Charles arrives at his crowning moment, Retaliation in Ukraine, Jenny Craig trims the fat, and entering the Hall of Fame. This is your Squiz Today. Claire, we are so close now to coronation time. And look, it's a bit of pageantry, it's a symbolic event, but it's also an event that hasn't happened in the UK for a long time. So let's take a moment here to run through what is actually going to happen. Yeah, it's a good point because, of course, we've had royal weddings and, of Mm. course, the funerals of Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth Mm. in recent times, but we haven't had a coronation for 70 years. Uh, The day starts actually with a little bit of Australia. Uh, The coach that will be taking King Charles and Queen Consort Camilla from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Abbey was made in Sydney. Uh, The coronation itself is going to take at least one and a half hours, so strap yourself in for that. Uh, I went through the many stages of the coronation with Kate in this week's Squish Shortcut, so dive into that for the details. Uh, Suffice to say there's a lot of trumpets. Um, (laughs) Charles is going to get oiled up with some sacred oil in a part that we're not allowed to see. Uh, And he will wear, for the first and the only time, the solid gold St Edward's crown. One of my favourite bits of trivia is that King Charles is actually going to be the oldest monarch to be crowned in British history. He is 74 years old. Yep, just shows that persistence pays. Uh, His sister, Princess Anne, actually razzed him about his age early this week. She said that he's had quite a bit of time to practice. Uh, (laughs) It's a big few days in London and in the UK, and because it's a state occasion, it means that taxpayers are footing the bill. Uh, There's been no official estimate about the cost, but the figure that's been widely used is about £100, which is about $190 million Aussie dollars. And for Aussie viewers wanting to watch, the coronation starts at 8pm on Saturday in the Eastern States. And again, if you want to know more about the coronation, head straight to Squeeze Shortcuts after this. Claire, yesterday we mentioned the news of two drones that flew into the Kremlin in Russia. And while the origin of those drones is still far from clear, Russia doesn't seem like they're going to wait to find out. Yeah, less than a day after that drone attack, we heard news of explosions in several Ukrainian cities, including Zaporizhia, Odessa and the capital Kiev. As you mentioned, we don't know where the drones that attacked the Kremlin came from, and Ukraine has denied being behind it. But overnight, Russia has accused the United States of masterminding it, which is a claim that American officials say is ludicrous. Ukraine officials predicted that Russia would use the drone attack on the Kremlin as sort of a pretext for going hard on Ukraine cities, and that certainly has continued overnight. This is all happening in the build-up to Ukraine's long-anticipated spring counteroffensive, which is still said to be imminent. Meanwhile, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is on a surprise tour of European countries to request further military aid. 
This has to be one of the last pre-budget announcements before we get to the actual budget, Claire. But yesterday, Labor released its costings for the raise in aged care workers' pay that's coming down the pipe in July. The 15% pay rise is going to cost the budget $11.3 billion. Alex, I like your optimism that it's the, <laughs> potentially the last pre-budget announcement. No? We've still got today, we've got the weekend and we've got Monday to go. So Plenty of time. Plenty, plenty of time for some more. Uh, look, it mm. was last November that the Fair Work Commission decided to increase aged care workers' pay. That was supported by the Albanese government. In fact, it was an election promise. That 15% pay rise means that many of the 250,000 aged care workers will see a pay jump of $10,000 a year. And it's what aged care minister Annika Wells said was a historic and deserved pay rise for a workforce undervalued for far too long. And while we're talking about caring for older people, I think a lot of people will be buoyed by an announcement yesterday by the mega drug company Eli Lilly. They say they've had successful trials of a drug that slows Alzheimer's disease by a third compared to people who are on a placebo drug. This is now the second Alzheimer's drug that's had a successful trial, and experts have said that we're on the cusp of the treatment drugs becoming available. Jenny Craig, the weight loss company, is coming to an end, at least in the US. Apparently, the Australian and New Zealand arms of the company are independent and will continue to operate, but for US customers, it is the end of the road. Yeah, reports say that the US arm of the company is filing for bankruptcy after mm. failing to find a buyer. Jenny Craig was actually founded in Melbourne in the 80s, and it quickly became a household name around the world with about 600 centres and a whole host of celebrity spokespeople. Mm. Uh, but over the last few months, Jenny Craig in America has reportedly struggled against online weight loss programs. Uh, also, the popular weight loss drug Ozempic is really eating their lunch. The news of the closure in the US came from a leaked staff email yesterday with the email saying that the company failed to secure additional financing. Missy Elliott Claire is being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yesterday, we found out the list of new inductees and the rapper, she is on the list. Yeah, and that list also includes Cheryl Crow, George Michael, Willie Nelson, uh, Rage Against the Machine and Kate Bush. But Missy Elliott is especially notable because she's the first female rapper to be included in that Hall of Fame. Uh, and before the genre purists out there get the wobbles on this, uh, <laughs> Rock and Roll of course, is the name of the Hall of Fame, but it actually includes a wide range of musicians, particularly in recent years. Uh, rappers like Tupac and Eminem are in there. Uh, they even tried to induct Dolly Parton. She mm. politely declined, um, saying that she wasn't rock and roll enough, but she was eventually talked around, <laughs> so she's in there as well. Well, they don't need to talk Missy Elliott around. She tweeted that she has been crying all morning following the news and that the door is now open for, in her words, all my sisters in hip hop. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. 
It's Friday, Claire, and that means Friday lights. What have you got planned for this weekend? Look, I'm certainly interested in the coronation because of its historic nature. I think Mm. when these things are on, you should take a bit of a look at it. Uh, So I'm cooking one of the official recipes. There's four of them now. Uh, Alex, no doubt you'll include a link to all of those. But uh, it's the eggplant and the yogurt dish from Nadia Hussain that I'm really interested in. Uh, I really loved her on The Great British Bake Off and she won that in 2015. So I'm totally in for that. I, you know what? I might try the coronation quiche this weekend. I've okay. laughed about it a lot, but it actually sounds like a good dish. Yep. Real men eat quiche, so go for <laughs> your life. And that wraps us up for today and the week. You will be back tomorrow, Claire, with Kate for Saturday Squiz. Yeah, plenty to cover off in the news. It's always good to get a bit of a wrap of the news, so we'll do that on Saturday as well as some life hack recommendations that Kate is particularly excited about. Thank you for listening. Have a great Friday and we'll be back with you on Monday. G'day, Kate Watson here. I'm the host of Weekly Wrap and News Club, a place for conversations about the news. It's budget week, so I'm here to tell you about our News Club episode from last week where Claire chatted with James Chessel. He's the former Managing Director of Publishing at Nine Entertainment. He was also a staffer earlier in his career, so they have a good chat about how the budget sausage is made. Here's a small snippet. The most important policy or set of policies the government will announce every year. So it's important that it's not um, announced willy-nilly, although mm. they do leak <laughs> a, a fair amount of it. Yeah. And there is a famous time when uh, when um, Laurie Oakes, the nine journalist, got his hand on the budget papers b- the day before the budget and was it's able to such print. such an incredible story. Was able to print a lot of it, um, which was, you know, absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is... A lot of what the Treasurer will announce has the ability to move markets, um, direct impact on on businesses and uh, and other organisations. So, you know, there does need to be some rigour and uh, confidence that it will be handled in an appropriate appropriate way. For more on that chat, just search for News Club in your podcast app or follow the link in your episode notes.